0: Day in and day out, we are inundated with urgent headlines from the economy section. Particularly, we want to direct our attention to the $1 exchange rate and food security for South Korea. In the last couple of weeks, the rate broke that psychologically important $1,300 won per dollar barrier for a few minutes or hours during trading day. But on Thursday the 23rd last week, the closing rate ended above 1300 It was alarming considering that just three months ago... Such rate was unthinkable. Surveys of analysts back then had said hitting 1300 would be unlikely. Let's begin our conversation there. The weaker one and why the one hit 1300 and why it's likely to go beyond that marker before falling and its consequences. For further discussion, we're joined by Professor Young Junsuk this morning. Good morning, Professor Young. Good morning. Uh, It's currently back down at 1,285 won per dollar at the end of trading day yesterday. But most market watchers are no longer complacent that the Korean won will not hit 1,300 again. So first, Professor Young, to get everyone of our listeners caught up, could you explain maybe the short history of exchange rates? And is there a reference exchange rate that the won can and will return to?
1: Well, there's endless numbers of papers and people arguing that there's a right exchange rate, but there's no settled on correct exchange rate. If you talk with all these people, they will give you numbers that are... mostly different from each other and uh, for example before the pandemic when the uh, won was around 1100 per dollar imf argued that korean won was undervalued against the dollar leading some u.s politicians to argue that korea was artificially cheapening the won to get advantages in export exporting to u.s on the other hand at the same time scores of korean economists and government analysts argued that korean won was at an appropriate level or perhaps even over valued due to certain circumstances faced by Korea. Uh, We know some of the reasons why exchange rate changes, uh, but it also depends on mass psychology, which is unpredictable, especially in the short run. Mm -hmm. So we really don't have a rate that we know is correct. Uh, And we don't have the uh, rate that we could calculate to uh, show where the uh, one will return to though we can make some informed guesses. Uh, but if you look at the history of uh, exchange rate over the last 50 years or so, uh, then uh, you'll find really some uh, surprising numbers. In the 1970s, a dollar was worth about 321, uh, but steadily the one lost value. And by 1995, before the Asian financial crisis the one was about 770 dollars uh, 1 per dollar uh, note that higher the number the weaker the one mm-hmm. the lower the number the stronger the one so you have to keep that in mind and the uh, When the uh, Korean won was below uh, 1,000 won per dollar, Korean trade account was always in deficit. And then we had the Asian financial crisis in 1997, which was a major shock to the exchange rate. Uh, it, it's, uh, it went from about 700, 770 to about 800 won per dollar to uh, temporarily... Over 1,900 won per dollar at one point, before settling down to a rate that we're familiar now, about 1,200 won per dollar, uh, in about 1999. Mm-hmm. And Korean trade surplus uh, trade accounts shifted to surpluses from then, mm-hmm. uh, and then just before the global financial crisis in 2007 and 2008. The one went below 1001 per dollar, and then the financial crisis hit in 2009, and it hit over $1,500 per dollar. And then after the global financial crisis, the one settled back nicely between uh, 1100 to Mm $1,200 and then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the uh, rate rose temporarily in March, but then, because Korea was became known as one of the uh, most successful economies dealing with the pandemic, the value of the won rose, mm-hmm. hitting a high. Uh, about 1,080 won per dollar in December 2020. So we see that the uh, Korean won has been really very, very volatile uh, in the last uh, 20 or 30 years. And then since uh, December 2020, the won has been steadily losing value and now is reaching about 1,300 won per dollar. So... uh, in some sense, $1,300 is, well, it's not unusual if you look at, say, uh, the history of uh, 20 years or so. Uh, the Korean won has really been uh, very, very volatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that we're so se- uh, settled on seeing the value mostly around somewhere between 1100 and 1200 for a relatively long time.
0: So compared to other currencies, would you say that South Korea's currency value is more volatile or just as Mm -hmm. volatile?
1: Uh, Korean won is a bit more volatile and that's because uh, if you look at the day-to-day movement of the uh, won, the biggest factor behind the changes in exchange rate is the stock market, how foreign investors buy and sell stocks in the Korean market. Mm-hmm. Now, when foreigners buy Korean stocks, they need to change dollars per won and when foreigners sell stock, they exchange the uh, won that they gotten from the uh, stock sales uh, into dollars, so that uh, creates changes In demand and supply, and uh, Korean foreign currency market is considered relatively small for an economy the size of Korea's. So the uh, these type of movement because of the stock market has impact on the exchange rates larger than most other major Mm -hmm. countries. Mm -hmm. In fact, in Korea, there's only one dollar market. Uh, We don't really have a one yen market or one euro market. Uh, So what we are actually doing, if you say. Changing one into euros is that you're making two transactions, exchanging Korean won per dollar, mm-hmm. and then changing that dollar into euros. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the second stage usually takes place outside Korea because Korea doesn't have that much of an extensive uh, foreign currency market. So that's part of the reason why uh, foreign exchange... Transactions in Korea may be more expensive than in other countries. So daily rates, the most important thing is the stock market. In the short and medium term, that's about two months to a year, the most important factor is the interest rates. Capital tends to flow to countries with higher interest rates adjusted for risk. Mm-hmm. And because U.S. is increasing its rate right now, uh, we see capital flowing out of the Korean stock market, accounting for the... Uh, Trend over the last year of the weakening won, and the uh, problem is compounded by the nervousness of the global financial markets right now, mm. uh, because when the uh, global markets are nervous, investors tend to uh, uh, buy safe assets like U.S. bonds. Mm. Uh, so that's also adding to Korea's capital outflow, which is making the Korean won weak. Mm. Now, some good news in the long term. What's the most important factor? It seems to be. Inflation or differences in inflation, that's part of the reason why uh, Korean won used to be something like 300 won per dollar in the 1970s, but now it's worth about 1,200 won because for a long time, Korea had continually had higher inflation rates. But right now, Korea has lower inflation rates than Korea, so that probably means that in a few years, Korea will return to somewhere near 1,100 uh, to 1,200, but it may take... Uh, years to return to uh, that level uh, so for at least the uh, near future the next few months we're looking at uh, very weak Korean won.
0: Uh, You've actually compiled important turning points for South Korea. Korea had interest rate reversals in the past, namely in June of 1999 to February 2001, August 2005 to August 2007, and March of 2018 to February 2020. While we're worried about capital and investment outflows, it did not happen. In fact, studies show that on the net, investments came into Korea during that very time. So... Why should we be worried about interest rate reversal this time around? Well, I'm
1: not as worried as some of the other uh, analysts are, Uh, but there is some important differences between the past uh, reversals and the one that we're probably going to have in the near future. Uh, During the uh, previous rate reversals, Korean trade account was in surplus. Korea was earning dollars from abroad so it can pay back any debt that Korean firms and government may incur, Uh, and then government uh, primary budgets was in surplus, so government had assets to pay back whatever debt that uh, the uh, Koreans borrowed from abroad. Uh, But now, currently, not only are we in a trade deficit, the government primary budget is also in a deficit. And because of that, uh, previously during the uh, past reversals, there was an expectation that Korean Won would still gain value, would still appreciate. But now there is expectations that Korean Won will continue to lose value, continue to depreciate. Uh, So that is a big difference, and a lot of analysts are concerned about that. They're worried that this time may be different. As I said, I'm not as worried as some of the uh, uh, worriers out there, Uh, but still, uh, the situation is different, so we need to watch out for that.
0: And be mindful of the fact that it's not necessarily exactly the same as the patterns we've seen before. Uh, One of the major reasons for the current inflation is, of course, a rising food prices many countries have restricted the exports of critical foodstuff for this very reason uh, raising global food prices even further so the rising prices and restricted trade for food is i think particularly worrisome for korea because we do depend a great deal on food imports so can we get a gauge of how bad the situation is as we speak professor yang
1: okay well according to 2020 government figures korea's uh, self-sufficiency rate in food is only about 46 percent and korea's self-sufficiency for grain is even lower at 20 percent uh the uh, grain Uh, sufficiency figures not uh, not only includes food for human consumption but also for livestock feed Mm -hmm. so if we don't have enough grain we will not only have higher grain prices but higher meat prices as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now uh, in the 1970s the self-sufficiency ratio for food was about 86% self-sufficiency rate for grain was about 80% but it's uh, continued to uh, fall from 1970 to currently so why is that well there are several reasons the first is well Korea has more people more popu- higher population and secondly new people move from agriculture to manufacturing and services because, well, the pay was higher. Mm -hmm. So if you look at farmers now, most of them are actually fairly elderly. They're Mm -hmm. at uh, post-retirement age. Mm -hmm. Now, some younger people are going back to countryside and that's making the news. But still, it doesn't change the fact that the majority of farmers are very, very old. Mm -hmm. And the reason is that there's competition from imported food, which is probably the politically the most sensitive uh, uh-huh. component? Uh, Korea is not self-sufficient in food, but it is self-sufficient in rice because uh-huh. the uh, market for rice is extremely protected from imports. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, the uh, a lot of people argue that perhaps Korea should, Uh, protect its food market more to raise the self-sufficiency rate, but then that would raise prices uh, and that would cause uh, people to uh, pay more for food, which is what we don't want in the first place. The the fundamental reason though, is that Korea, it's uh, Korean agricultural products. They taste good. I think everybody agrees with that, but it's really very hard to, uh, have mass agriculture in korea because of korea's landscape Mm -hmm. Uh, if you want to have a very cheap um, mass agriculture you need a lot of land which is perfectly flat but as you know, Korea has a lot of mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have a very wide, very flat ranges where you can plant a lot of food that can be uh, harvested by machinery. Mm-hmm. So Korea really is n- a landscape is not appropriate for la- uh, mass farming and that uh, creates inefficiencies and higher prices for Korean food. And uh, so it's questionable, even if government does all it can to uh, help agriculture and raise productivity there, I'm not sure if we, ha- we would have enough viable land to uh, actually help, f- uh, actually feed everyone.
0: So localized farming, these are all great in theory, but like you said, it's the fundamentals of land mass and what kind of land South Korea is mostly covered by. So then I don't like the sense of helplessness, uh, Professor Young. What can we do and what can South Korea do to tackle in the long run rising food prices and combat fundamental issues like food shortages? Well,
1: uh, one way is try to have a more secure supply of food, and we can do that using the FTAs. Uh, But a lot of people argue that perhaps Korea should sort of invest abroad for agriculture. What they mean is buy land in some of the most productive uh, agricultural lands abroad and then produce food there and ship it back to Korea. Uh, Some people are now uh, arguing that perhaps uh, we should buy some agricultural infrastructure in those countries as well to uh, increase efficiency uh, so that the uh, food coming back to Korea will be even cheaper. Now there is a sort of a weakness in that uh, uh, problem with that because, well, when we buy, uh, produce in other countries, the government in that country, if they feel that uh, they cannot afford to export agriculture, uh, agricultural products, then they might cut off exports. But still, if we own the land, if we own the uh, infrastructure that produces uh, agricultural products, uh, then Korea may have easier time exporting pro- uh Food from those uh, foreign countries, uh, foreign countries back to Korea, and it would mean a more secure supply for uh, food products in Korea, and hopefully uh, less expensive. Uh, now, uh, also, a uh, lot of the uh, people in the agricultural sector argue that. Uh, we should have protectionism, uh, and they argue that higher prices and government subsidies are justified as insurance against global uh, food production problems. But usually uh, imports help Korea's uh, food supply rather than hurt it uh, because, well, whenever we have uh, floods or drought. Domestically, uh, Korea's uh, had uh, the imports of food from abroad rescued Korea from uh, very high food prices or shortage in food. So usually imports help Korea. But this time, because it's a global crisis, everybody has the same problem. Uh, This time, the problem is coming to the world, to the Korea. But that's an exception rather than the rule.
0: That's the exception rather than the rule. Thank you very much, Professor Young, for some of the clarifications this morning. Uh, uh, Have a safe day and we'll speak to you again next week. Thank you. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.